Hi, it's Julia Stotis here on a totally different reality. And I'm in Winnipeg, Manitoba. My plane just landed and I'm like a snuffle up again because I was I was up in the mountains in Costa Rica a couple nights ago. And I think there must have been black mold where I was staying. And so my whole like face has just been draining and draining and draining, busting out all the mold. So if you hear a lot of nose blowing, it's because <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so today I have an awesome guest on the show. I uh, he's a really good friend of mine, um, and I was actually just visiting him and his lovely girlfriend two weeks ago in Houston, and uh, I'm so really excited to have him on the show. So, welcome, Brett. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. This is yeah. so awesome. So yeah. And you're part of the and you're part of the, the consciousness radio world. Yes, I do like the conscious radio world. It's it's really neat because it's been fun to to watch all different angles of people become interested in the show who maybe weren't interested in in anything other than you know the regular day to day stuff. And there's certain people who oh that makes a lot of sense. So it's been really fun like watching people's eyes kind of go like you know widen and go oh that makes sense. That's awesome. It is. It's really fun. I'm so glad you have your own radio show too, because you're someone who's like, who from like I know personally, and so like you definitely have a different point of view than most people about things. So these people are really happy <laughs> to get to hear your, your different views on the world. <laughs> That's true. Um, so so we had we had Georgia on the show. Um, for the, for those of you who don't know, um, I should give a little bit of background. Um, Bob. Brett, um, Georgia and Brett have been dating for what, two years? About like two and a half now, getting closer to three. Wow. Um, so Brett comes from Long Island, and Georgia comes from Hawaii, everywhere, Oregon. And um, and the two of them met, I guess, at an access consciousness about two and a half years ago. And, we um, did. You, well, you could That's... you could tell the background story, but anyways, they're two really good friends of mine, and uh, I just love the way that their relationship works. I'm always just gobsmacked at how well it works. So that's what we're going to talk about. And we had Georgia a couple weeks ago, and now we get to have Brett's side. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So how did you guys end up getting together? Like, tell give us give listeners some background. You guys are like the gossip player of the hour. I want to hear all the juice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'll the juice too, because there's a lot of it. I mean, it's like, it's it's amazing. The, the tools of like, I, I am an active consciousness certified facilitator now, as of August. Yeah, but I've been using, um, yeah, I've been using these tools for about three years now, and well, over three years now, and it's really amazing. They really do create magic in every area of your life that you apply them to, and um, after the I've been I was doing access for about six six or so months, and I didn't have a relationship at the time. And I heard this I heard Gary give this tool, the founder of Access Consciousness. He gave this tool about um, making a list of everything you want for the people like for someone you want to be in relationship with. Write everything that you would like about them on one side of the paper. And then on the other side of the paper, write everything you didn't, you don't want about them on the other side of the paper. So basically putting everything you'd like on one side, which, you know, every, everyone tells you, you know, just write, write what you would like, write what your, your ideal, ideal relationship would be. But what they don't tell you is to write everything you wouldn't like. Right. Yeah, I remember this Gary saying that he, he did the one where he wrote everything that he would like, and the person showed up, and it was everything he would like and everything he didn't like at the same time. So he wrote the things on there that he would like and didn't. And he got someone that it actually works better. But for what, what I did, I, I, I did that list. I went everything that I would like in the person, everything I wouldn't like in the person. And I don't really remember what that list is. I, I actually, I think I threw it away at some point. But um, one of the things that I put on there 
is I, I wanted this person who I would be in relationship with to, um, to acknowledge me for the contribution that I am. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you definitely got that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, so I, was, I was facilitating this bar class, like, about like 500 miles away from where I lived at the time. And I woke up the morning before the class, and I was like, I have to book a ticket to the, two, three, the level 2-3 class in Portland. And I was like, okay. I booked a plane ticket, um, bought, the, bought the class, paid for the class, and I was like, it didn't really make sense because I had, I was just going to my first level two and three class, like in the next couple of days, in in um, San Francisco, and I would fly all the way out to San Francisco, and I came back, and then a month later I flew all the way out to Portland, and it was at that two and three that Georgia and I met. That is awesome. So it was right after, like directly after the lift that you made that choice. Yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. It was probably maybe not, like, three weeks or so after I made that list. You know, it's funny. I never, it, I never in a million years would have, would have, like, I know, like, it just goes to show how much these things work if you actually do them. I had no idea that you and Georgia met because you made the list. <laughs> it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't realize that for a long time, too. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, we never do. It's so hard to realize sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this person just showed up in my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so, okay, go to chapter two to the soap op- of the soap opera. Of the soap opera. And then what? Yeah, well, so Georgia was living in Portland at the time. Actually, she wasn't living in Portland. She was living in Salem, Oregon, and I was living in Long Island. And um, she was planning on moving to New York. So we met at that class and, and you know, got together, quote, like air quotes in the air. And um, <laughs> we just had a really amazing connection. And every night after that, every day after that, we would talk on the phone. And um, then she was going to move to New York. And she picked the place. She had everything set up. And I was going to go help her move in. (laughs) (laughs) And then what happened, Brett? (laughs) So um, in the meantime, um, there was this Sunday event that was coming up to New Zealand. And... I was just talking about it one day, and Georgia What's was like, What's the seven-day event? What? What's the seven-day event for those who maybe don't know? Oh, oh, yes, for those of you who do not know, the seven-day event is, well, Julia, you just went to one. I think you're I know. better than me. You can tell. It was so you can awesome. tell that. <laughs> um, no, a seven-day event is just, um, it's an access consciousness event where we go for seven days and take up a whole venue so that there's no other people around. Um, Stopping where the energy can go, and we just have like a free form class where Gary Douglas facilitates, and it just it's amazing. And then when you come home, it changes the energy of your life to such a degree that it like it like Gary said that this this last one that we were at is going to seep into our lives over the next six months, um, and so the ones from the past definitely have. So so yeah, going to a seven day is like oh. Such an exciting feel, and going to one in New Zealand would be amazing. I have not actually been to New Zealand yet. I've just watched the talk before. Yeah, yeah, it was so much fun. Um, but um, Georgia was like, there was a seven day coming up, and she goes, "Would you like to go?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> and she's like, "Would you like to go? Like, I will, I will pay for you to to." to come with me to go to this class, I wouldn't, I didn't, I wouldn't want to go to this class alone. And I was like, okay, like, what does that mean? Like, what is, like, do you want to pay me back? Or, I mean, do you want me to pay you back? Or, like, whatever. And she was just like, I'll just, I'll just, I'll just give it to you. I was like, really? What? Okay, let's go. <laughs> That's so cool. 
so yeah. So Georgia moved into her uh, apartment. I helped her move in. We were there for two days. We went to New Zealand, and we came back, and I moved in with her. <laughs> wow. So, so the way that you two interact with each other is, like, really, really different. And one of the things that I noticed the most is that neither of you are jealous. And I know I've talked to you about this before, and you're kind of like, yeah, but it took some time to get there. <laughs> um, yeah. But can you talk about how you guys include each other in everything? And you're not jealous? Oh, my gosh. That's probably, like, one of the biggest gifts of my relationship with Georgia. And it's, like, the number the number one tip to be a good boyfriend, like, totally, or a great boyfriend, is to never get jealous when your girlfriend or whoever you're in relationship with is interacting with anybody. Because what that right. does... Like really, what it what it creates? I was I was definitely like a weird jealous type. Um, like like if I had a girlfriend and she was talking with another guy, I would be like I would be obsessing over it. I wouldn't want to like go and stop it, um, but I would be like obsessed over it. Like oh my god, she's talking to that guy. What's going on? Like are they going to do something? Oh gosh, do I have to like step in? Like. What, what does this mean about me? Like, does this mean that I'm, like, terrible or, like, I need to go in there and, and stop this because... No, this is so yeah. not like you. This is so funny because, like, I have never... Like, you, to me, are the total opposite. So that just goes to show how much you've changed. That is so cool. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. It, wow. It, yeah, probably one of the biggest things was how would I... How will I be seen by other people if... And like this other guy like it's my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's the opposite. And you're not jealous at all. And we have radio shows on the topic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because know, it's so right? different. Yeah, and like what what actually that whole jealous thing creates is it try it's trying to control the person that you're with to only choose a certain thing. And it's controlling yourself too because I knew when I was in that jealous, like, that jealous obsession, there was nothing I was creating. It was just all, I was just, like, I was just totally, my life was encompassed by the jealous obsession. I'd create, like, upset with my body, and, like, you know, I'd get all, like, crazy with my body, and <laughs> it just wasn't, it just wasn't fun at all for anyone. And I mean, like, you've seen it, like, everyone's seen it a million times, either if it's them doing it or their partner doing it or someone on TV doing it. There, there are tons of those examples where there's the jealous boyfriend or the jealous girlfriend, and it really doesn't create anything. So how, so how I see it now is that they're really – I see if – it's like Georgia and I, I wouldn't call it an open relationship, but we have a relationship where there really are no boundaries. Like there are no set hard and fast boundaries. Um, because when we got in there, I, I, I knew right away that there was nothing I could do or say to control Georgia at all. <laughs> really? Georgia? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. There was like, yeah, nothing I could do or say. So I, I knew right up that... I would have to let go of this whole jealous thing because she's a beautiful woman. And she had just come out of like a five-year meditation path that she was doing. And she was like, which included like not having sex for like five years. (laughs) So she was curious. Right. So, can you, do you have any clearing statements that you can what we can do on jealousy? Oh my gosh, yeah. So, Let's um, do it. okay. So, what have you made so vital about possessing? Um, wow, possessing um, jealousy. Actually, let's do something different. Well, actually, okay. Never mind. So, what have you made so vital about possessing jealousy? that keeps you in the loop of wrongness about you forever. Wow. Everything that is tends to godzillionly destroy and great it all. Yes. Or wrong, good, bad, pot and pot, on that church, boys, yeah. Woo. 
Give us another. Give us another. Okay. So what have you made so vital about possessing jealousy that keeps you in the endless circle of wrongness, cycle of wrongness of you forever? Everything that is times a God's lane where you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pot, online, short stories, and beyond. Cool. So I also see the way that you and Georgia are together. Like, you are willing to do whatever, like, you're willing to, like, you don't have to, it's like you guys have nothing to prove. You know what I mean? Like, if she needs something, you're happy to provide it. You're happy to do whatever it is. You know, and and um, I think that's really different than most people because most people are trying to prove that they're, you know, not, how do you put it? I don't know. Do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, sure. Um, basically, it's been, I mean, our, our relationship has never, it didn't start out that way. And probably with every single area that, that you bring up, Julia, it really didn't start that way with our relationship and um, it's like one of the things I realized recently looking at this is that we, we create our relationship from a from a constant creation we never come to a conclusion of like this is what it is like this is what we do with each other this is who we are with each other we're always asking like okay like what like we don't we don't even ask about a relationship we don't spend time working on our relationship really um, we just we just like go forward with things until something doesn't work. <laughs> and then oh, okay. when, yeah, when something <clears throat> then we then we each choose something different or we look at it or like we don't even have to look at it together. But it's like it's like, okay, this really like isn't working. What what else is possible here? Right. And then so, we go from there and there because like, you know, you we've all tried things in relationships that didn't work. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes, many, many times I've tried to do And many times I've realized it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's really just about, like, it, it's taken time and, and practice and, like, really asking about what else is possible here. What else could I be or do here that would work for both of us? Yeah. It, you guys, to me, are like two friends who live together in a way. Like the energy, like like I hang out, like when I hang out with you guys, and it's the three of us. I'm like I'm hanging out with my two friends. Like there's not that sense of like we're a couple, you know. It's not that proving. It's like it's like you guys are friends that have sex and have a life together and live together and have a cat. Yeah, well that's the thing. It's like if you look at it, like. It, like, you know, in access consciousness, we always say you're an infinite being. Like, would an infinite being be a couple? Right. No. An infinite being would be, you know, what would an infinite being, uh, what would a relationship look like as an infinite being? Would it even be a relationship? Would it be anything that you can hold on to? Or would it be something that was constantly creating and adding to your life? Right. Right. Hey, give us a clearing on that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. So what what have what uh, so what have you made so vital about possessing the diminishment of you <laughs> in relationship to another that keeps you as anything less than an infinite being. Right. Everything that is has a God's feeling when you destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Yeah. Right around good, bad, pawn and pawn, on and church, boys and me out. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually like to ask you like, about before your relationship with Georgia because like, <clears throat> I know things are different now, but a lot of the times, like, the people that we're with, we're trying to prove that they're kind, and they're actually not kind at all. And and how did you switch from, like, getting out of choosing, I don't know if you chose girlfriends who weren't kind, 
Um, but, how, but I'm assuming you did. <laughs> yeah. And, and how did you make that switch from realizing that, because it's so hard sometimes, um, you know, we want to believe that everybody is kind. And really, very few people are truly kind. And we just keep, you know, beating ourselves over the head, trying to change ourselves rather than realizing, wow, this is not okay. And so how did you get from, get out of that place where you just realized, like, I have to have something different. This does not, this is not conducive anymore. Well, you know, the whole, the whole, that whole thing really shifted for me after, um, like when I was in college, I I got I was I got really sick for about a year. I ended up dropping out of college, um, moving back home with my parents, and it was like a year of just like almost total isolation. Right. And all the all the fr- every single friend except for a couple that I had at the time, and I had hundreds of friends at the time, like everywhere, and all except for a couple, like remained my friend when I went through that that illness. Right. So I I looked at so after I after I got better um from that and I found the tools of access consciousness and that, that actually that actually helped clear it all tremendously, really fast. Um but after that, I, I looked around and I was like, okay, so all of my old friends are gone. <laughs> Everything I knew of my life before is gone. So what would I like to create now? Right. Huh. That's sobering. Yeah. I know, right? It's like, okay, I'm getting back into the world now from after this after this period of illness. And I have nothing at all that was like it was before I had the illness. Like everything had completely changed for me. I lost 100 pounds. I looked different. I, I, you know, totally, I was living in Virginia before, and then I was living in New York after. And it's just like, okay. (laughs) So I was ready for for the tool set to, to change my life and actually create my life. And that's how did you actually happened. find? Yeah, how did you actually come across it? I know you told me this story before, but I can't remember the details. You may have to share it with everybody. Well, I actually did. I actually did a um, a session with with this woman um, over the phone to just like um, doing energy work, EFT tapping, which is where you tap like the different um, some different like um, points on your body, and like basically it's like to to undo anything that, that you created. And it, and I used it, and it worked, and it just wasn't as fast as I knew it could be. It wasn't, like, what the change that I knew was possible. And the same woman who I was doing those sessions with, she sent me an email one day, and she said, hey, I, I, I think you'd really like this guy. And it was, um, it was a link to Dr. Dane here, one of his um, telesummits that he did. And I listened to it, and within the first couple of minutes, I, I was just like, whoa, this is what I've been looking for. Like, this. And I started doing access like crazy, and things, things just changed left and right. For, yeah. So, and then, what was I going to ask? So, when... Like, at what point in your relationship with Georgia, like, like, you're just so kind to her, and you're always willing to contribute, and, and you know, whatever she needs of you, you're happy to provide it. And, like, at what point did you, did you guys really start to, because you said it wasn't like that at the beginning, and you worked through it. Like, what tool did you use, or what was the changing point? to create it just working so fluidly and not being so significant? Um, well, just that it did, really just that it didn't, when it, when it got significant, when it, when it got intense, when it gets intense, it never, it never feels good. No. You know? Ever. And like, 
That's so so true. (laughs) It's so logical, and so many people are not that logical. (laughs) If it doesn't feel good, (laughs) you can change it. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it's like every day, like, we're both we're both pretty committed to to change, and we're like we're committed to things working. So when they don't work, let's say for instance, I wish I had a really great example. This is actually the first well, time I'm talking saying, about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying like you're what you're basically saying is that you're more committed to yourself being happy and you're more committed to things working than you are to the relationship. And therefore, the relationship works really well because you're more committed to making sure things are easy and making sure that they work. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when it when it doesn't work and when it's not easy, it's very very obvious. And sometimes it's just so it it seems like the most difficult choice in the universe to like choose something different than that thing you've chosen over and over and over and over and over again a million times. Right. Um, but it's like, really, I was just at one of those points, like, earlier today, <laughs> when I realized I was saying, like, I, um, Georgia and I were just talking, we're, we're really having a good time, and I was, I started, I started, like, saying these, I, I started just, like, saying these things and kind of poking fun at, at Georgia, and I, I didn't get really what I was creating with that was, like, was actually, like, trying to get Georgia to, to actually diminish herself, which is so weird because I, I was just like, I was just like, I don't, I'm nervous. But when I looked at, when I looked at that that's actually what I was creating, I was like, okay, what do, what's another choice that I have here? What's another choice that I have here? And it's, like, the hardest thing in the world to find another choice other than to, like, go into, like, um, the things I normally go into, I, I would just be like, okay, what else is possible? What else is possible? What else is possible? And then it's just like you see that little glimmer of possibility. Right. That little glimmer of something different. It's like, okay, I'm choosing that. Okay, whatever the hell that is, I'm choosing that. Right. It's so funny. It's, oh, sorry. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Um, just for, for all of you who are in, in a relationship right now, and it's not it's not going so well or you're in a tiff or whatever, you get into a fight. A question that I, um, that I ask often that always changes it is what can I do or be here that would change all of this forever? And just asking that question, just going forward and just asking that question is the is the request for something different to show up. And it doesn't have to be a cognitive answer or a cognitive awareness that comes in for you. But what I've noticed is when you just, like, when you just have that willingness to ask the question, you'll just do it. All of a sudden, like, something will come out of your mouth or, you're, or you'll do something. You didn't even think about it, and the whole energy just changes. They get happier. They, they relax. You relax. Right. Well, it's the exact same thing as when you made that list. Mm-hmm. You just made that list. You didn't do anything, but your awareness led you to go buy the plane ticket to Oregon, you know? I mean, yeah. like, you did something, but really it was just the fact that you set out that demand and then the universe said, okay, well, go do this, and then we'll bring you what you asked for. And it's the same with asking that question. It's not like you have to, like, cook your brain about, like, Oh my gosh, now what has to change? What do I have to do? It's like it's like everything in the universe rearranges itself to make things easier for you. Exactly. That's exactly how it works. It, it's amazing. It's like we're we're taught in, you know, growing up that, you know, it's all about survival and, you know, you have to you have to like make sure you get stuff for you or get your slice of the pie. Um, but that really, like, what does that in- end up including of the entire universe? None. Or, like, a very small slice of the pie, whatever the slice of the pie is. Right, exactly. Yes. So what if, yeah, so what if you could, like, ask, 
like the request of the entire universe to contribute to whatever it is you're creating, to contribute to your relationships, to contribute to you um, getting something in a different way. If something's showing up and you don't like it, it's one of those recurring patterns that you know you always choose in a relationship or you always choose the same person in a relationship or you always choose to, like, say that one niggling comment that, like, that, that gets their goat. Like, what else is possible here? Like, universe, please, could you just show me, like, a different possibility here? Like, could you show me how I can do this different so that it would work for both of us? Yeah. It's like, it's sometimes I don't, like, it sounds hokey or it sounds like, you know, like to ask the universe or to ask a higher power or something, but it's like, really don't like that. Like, it's just, it's like the way that we are built and the way that we are is that everything wants to contribute to us. Every molecule, every cell, um, you know, every rock, every tree want to contribute to us and all we have to do is ask for it and it will like it's it's so different than what I think a lot of metaphysical things have taught us or a lot of spiritual things I mean it's just it's just so practical like you ask for something and the whole energy of the whole world will rearrange itself to bring you whatever you ask for Brilliantly said. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually have a um, I actually have a process here for for you guys if you'd like. You do? Yeah, and this is actually um, <laughs> this is actually a process that I um, that I gave to Georgia many probably like nine or so months ago when we were um, she was wondering how she could how she could expand what she was creating with her business. And I asked her, I was like, are you willing to have the whole universe contribute to your business? And it was a no at that time. So we had the... Oh, my gosh, that's incredible. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. We just have to to freeze for a second and take a look at what you just said. (laughs) Yeah. Are you willing to have the whole universe contribute to your business? Or your relationship. Or your anything. Oh, my God, that's a beautiful question. Yeah, because then you have an intimate relationship. It's only between, you know, two people. If you have a monogamous relationship, it only includes one person, and most of the time it's not you, it's actually the other person. (laughs) So that's also where, coming back to it, that's where the jealousy thing leaves. When you're willing to have the entire universe contribute to your relationship instead of having you have to be the source for that person or having them be the source for you what if they were just part of the universe that contributed to you that like blows i mean it just kind of blew off something in my world like uh, what was I reading today? I was reading the How to Become Money workbook. And That's a great book. It's a freaking great book. If anybody has money issues, it's a $35 book and you'll never have a money issue again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you read it every two weeks for six months or something, yes, keep reading it. Um, but it changes everything because it's allowing the universe to contribute to you and not seeing yourself as separate from the universe. And it's so similar to, I, I, to me. It's a similar energy to what you just said. Um, in the book, it says, "You have access to all of the knowledge that has ever existed in the past, present, or future." It was something like that, and I'm like, "Yeah." I mean, you know, you hear those things, and they're tossed around, and it's like, "Oh, sage wisdom and stuff." But geez, that is amazing! Like. If we have access to all that knowledge, and we also have a way to actually get to it, like by asking questions, like it's just, and I mean, some of it takes time to be able to receive that much awareness, because with that much awareness comes the awareness of the people who are really unkind to you. And so we shut off our awareness because we don't want to know 
when the people around us are unkind. And by shutting off that awareness, we also shut off our access to all the knowledge of the whole universe. But it's like what you said, Brett, is like just it's like opening up every doorway that has been closed to us receiving everything the universe has to give to us, to our business, to our relationship. Like, it just blows my mind. I'm just having like a a, a, a mind blowing moment. <laughs> So I'll let wow. you continue with the with the clearing statement because I really want to hear what it is, but I just okay, I'm cool. so uh, my eyes are like falling on my head, and I'm looking okay. out. I, I'm I'm sitting on the 21st story um, at my friend's house. I'm actually in my old bedroom because my friend lives in my old bedroom, like one of my. I'm on the 21st floor, looking out over all the city lights in the nighttime, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like what would it take for the entire universe to contribute to whatever it is that I'm looking to create. That's so cool. Wow. Wow. Double wow. Double wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so what have you made so vital about uh, – I'm going to change it a little bit for, for this specific topic – um, so what have you made so vital about uh, creating your relationships as having two or less people in it that uh, that oh, keeps you from receiving the contribution of the entire universe? That is so Everything. incredibly debilitating. Everything that is, time of the guys like, you know, destroy and create it all. Yes. Yes, cool, yes, right yes, 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 yes. Pod and pod, online shorts, boys and beyond. Uh, yeah, I'll run that again. So what have you made so vital about having only two or less people in your relationship that, that actually prohibits the, uni- the entire universe from contributing to you? Wow. Everything that is times a God's doing, we just try and create it all. Please. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pot, online, church, boys, and beyond. Because then you can start to include other people in your relationship, too, and even include yourself. And we can get to a clearing about including yourself in your relationship, too, in a little bit. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> okay, wait. What did you ask for? I want to write this down because I just oh. love it. And I'm going to... Put it up on the Facebook page too. Okay. okay cool. Are you willing? Are you willing to have? What did you say? Are you willing to have the I whole like universe? Contribute? Yeah, the entire universe contributes to your relationship. Okay. All right. You can continue on this. I'm just okay. So when you, okay. when you function from that place of being willing to include other people into your relationships and not having you be the source of it, um, then what occurs is, I'll say from with my relationship with Georgia, if she's, if she's slept with somebody else or is flirting with somebody else or is doing anything with somebody else, it, if it contributes to her, it contributes to me as well. I allow it to contribute to me because it makes her happy. It adds something to her life. And I, I get to have more time and more space to do more things that contribute to me in my life, too. Like, she doesn't have right. to be the totality of my life. She can get whatever energy she would like from anywhere in the universe. And if she gets them for me, Brad, I'm happy to get them. Which is funny because, you know, (laughs) if you tell somebody they can't do something, then a lot of the times they're going to have to go out and do exactly that. Right. So, I mean, I I learned... Like, like what you're saying is, like, if you love someone, let it free. Or if you love something, you know what I mean. If you love something, yeah, exactly. look, I've been on airplanes for like six days. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like the same thing. It's like if you 
skin, if it comes back to you, it's yours. It's not yours. It's just let it free. And, and, and then it will continue to contribute to you because you're not trying to suffocate it. Exactly. And if you don't, like, and if you let that person go and do something with somebody else, Hello? you can get where they're functioning from. You have total choice and they have total choice because if you're not letting someone who really wants to cheat on you go and cheat on you, then uh, deep down underneath everything, they still really want to cheat on you. <laughs> I'm sorry to be so blunt like that, but like if, if, somebody, if somebody desires to do that thing, like that's where their energy is. It's not like, you know, it let, let the person be exactly who they would like to be because if, they're, if you're not letting them be exactly who they'd like to be, you've, you've stopped them and you're putting energy into them into trying to stop them from being who they want to be that you now don't have access to for yourself. So everything that brings up... <laughs> If you're going to destroy and create all that. <laughs> yes, I just got back on. I think I lost you for a second. Oh, okay. I just went on a little rant for a little bit. Oh, good. You didn't even stop then. That's perfect. Yeah, I, I just said basically if if you're letting if you're not letting somebody be who they would like to be, then you're using a lot of energy to try to stop them that you could be using to create in your life. Holy mother of God. That's yeah, so everything all that brings up. <laughs> Can we just create and create it all? <laughs> totally. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine, shirts, boys, and beyond. This is just so cool. I'm so glad you guys are willing to go here because um, it's something that's so different. And, like, I didn't realize I was functioning in this way, but, like, when when you start to, when you step out of that having to be the the sole source of a relationship, then you get to have way more fun. That person gets to come and go as they please. You get to come and go as you please. And that's where I believe a lot of that ease that, um, that you're talking about before, Julia, that you've seen Georgia and I have. I believe that a lot of that um, comes from our willingness to have other things and other people contribute to our lives. Totally. Totally. Like even, yeah. Even when I um, get together with you guys, like, I, it's like, it's just so cool because normally a person would think that, like, oh, you're third wheeling or you're the odd one out. And it's like, no, I get to contribute just as much. Yeah, it was so funny hanging out with you when you were here um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, after, after, after you went um, back to where you were staying, Jordan and I were like, "Oh, that was so much fun! It's like, it's like, it was like, um, it was like, a, just like a friendship with three people. There was no, there was no exclusion. There was no, um, there was no sense of, of you, Julia, like not, not belonging to what we're creating." Did we lose you, Julia? Oh, I think we lost Julia. Oh, no. Well, anyway, while Julia is gone, I will give you guys just another process um, in this last couple minutes that we have um, for those places where you divorce you from your, um, your own relationship. And so what, where have you divorced you from you because you thought the other person, your partner, wouldn't be willing to receive it. And everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right yeah. wrong, good and bad, thought and thought, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. <laughs> hi, Julia, welcome back. It's actually me. I stepped in it's Georgia. <laughs> oh, hi, Georgia. <laughs> That's funny. Georgia's been listening, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. See, she's even included in this call, everybody. How does it get even better? You've done some awesome clearings. These are just amazing. You're so good at coming up with clearings. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
we actually were, Georgia and I were, we were doing that clearing earlier, um, the one I just brought up, just for ourselves, just in case we've had any place where we've divorced ourselves in our relationships, like anything that we've stopped ourselves from doing. Like, for instance, I stopped doing music because I didn't think Georgia would be interested in it, and Georgia stopped painting because she didn't think I would be interested in it. So now that we've seen that and we've destroyed and created that, um, we can actually start adding those things that we both enjoy back to our lives. So, where have you divorced you from you? Brett? Yes. Hello. Is that the Julia? I think she came on and then she was lost right after. I'll be the surrogate Julia for a little while. <laughs> okay. So, where have you divorced you from you? that uh, because you didn't think that your partner would be willing to receive it. And everything that is times a God's willing will you destroy and create it all. Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all my insurance boys in the end. I'm back. Yay, welcome back. (laughs) Georgia's here too. Georgia's here too? Yeah, hey. I in when you didn't I didn't hear, hear I asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't I just couldn't stand the thought of Brett asking a question of like, you know, would you destroy and uncreate it and then no one saying yes, so I had to say yes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> See, look at you guys. You're the perfect example right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I like being a listener, so I'm going to let you guys back go back to it, and I'm going to press mute. But, you know, if you have a specific question, I'll be here. But otherwise, I like listening. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. I think that might be, um, might be great, actually, if you, if you actually ask Georgia some questions, because as we talked about it before, I do have, um, I do have another thing to jump onto right uh, at this moment. So maybe would you like to Julia, would you like to ask Georgia some questions? Yeah. Too? Let's have a let's have a, the the other side of the panel for a little bit. And good luck on okay, your call. Cool. Well had uh, I known I would have had a little bit less wine. I've been so like we like you. Yeah, I've employed the good old Gary Douglas method of like when in doubt, drink it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye, Brett. Have a really right. good call. Thank, Thank you. you so Thank much. You, you were Thank awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. That was so much fun. I'm so glad that I get to talk about our relationship because it's just so much fun. Awesome. Oh, I love listening to it. it All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of your conversation. Okay. Hey, thanks for being on, Brett. Bye. Oh, you're so welcome. Bye. How are you, Georgia? I'm good. Things things are good. I had like a weird, like I don't know, kind of like freak out earlier today with these like with my like this neighbor apartment building right next to the like basically the apartment room next to ours got repainted and like revarnished the floor, and I just kind of freaked out a little bit. So I just thought I'd treat myself to some wine instead of work that. Into that. <laughs> That's pretty good logic. I like your style. <laughs> yes, yeah, totally related. It makes total sense. equals wine in my glass. <laughs> you could have just gotten high off the varnish instead. I know. I think that's what started to happen, and then I freaked out, and I called the management downstairs, and they said I, it was all in my head, and I was like, whoo. That's not going to work for me, so I just left, and Brett was really sweet, actually. He was like, okay, well, you know, it's like, I don't remember freaking out that much since I was, like, a teenager, you know, like, hormonal, like, when I was 15. Like, I was like, I felt so crazy because the people came up here, and they said they didn't smell anything, and that was where, like, I know you guys have been talking about relationships a lot, and, like, that's where, like, Brett was just so sweet. He, like, I don't know, he just did whatever it took to kind of get me in the car so that I could be away from the smells, and, like, I don't know. Have you ever had any, like, environmental sensitivities or anything like that? Are you kidding me? I <laughs> We're totally on the topic of relationship, but I was staying with a friend in in just outside of San Jose in Costa Rica in the mountains in his mm-hmm. cabin, and it was 
filled with black mold and I'm sneezing and coughing and there's so much mold coming out of me. It's crazy. Wow. So I noticed you had a stuffed up nose. I thought you maybe just got a cold, but it's actually about environmental sensitivities, which is random. Yeah. I brought that up. Specifically, wow. I'm having the worst environmental sensitivity of my life. Maybe wow. we're just really sensitive after the seven days. Yeah, well, that's one of the things is I realized how, how aware I am. And it's funny. There was a point where I was, like, crying, and I was like, I hate being aware. <laughs> <laughs> I actually felt a little bit like you at the time, not because you, like, cry a lot, but, like, I was thinking of you and Blossom because you just kind of, I don't know, you two just let yourself be, like, I don't know, it's princessy if you want. I don't know how to describe it because I don't want it to sound uh, negative. No, no, no. But it's Ew. like you just let yourself kind of be as dramatic as, as it feels in the moment, and it's just it's so much better when you just let it all out. Oh, it feels great. It's kind of like that, like, putting your head, your hand on your forehead and, like, fainting onto the bed. Exactly. <laughs> I, do, I can't deal with this. <laughs> I know. And none of my manipulations worked on the um, on the manager of the building. She actually just looked at me like I was a crazy person, which I have to say exacerbated the whole situation because I was looking at staying at the Four Seasons next door because I was like, I'm not staying here. But when I, she said she didn't want to pay for it and Brett said, I'll pay for it, I was like, I don't want that. I don't want you to pay for it. <laughs> I want the building too. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. Oh man. That's yeah, awesome. so we were looking. Brett and I, like, basically, because Brett also mentioned you, he had a whole lot of environmental sensitivities for that year. We were looking at where, basically, having environmental sensitivities, you can be like the biggest control freak of the entire universe. And I don't know if any of that applies, but it's like for me, I was like. I don't know. It was just this compulsion. Like I had to. I don't know. What do you What are you aware of with environmental sensitivities, or where What would you like to ask me about with, with uh, the call, or what would you like to talk about? <laughs> well, um, we were just talking about relationships, but the. Mm -hmm. I, I do want to talk about the environmental sensitivity thing because it's it's so funny because it is the best form of control in the entire world. Like I had complete strangers taking care of me on like every plane ride like this one man um please nasal this this like old lumberjack looking man all he wanted to do was take care of me and wow. <laughs> he like took his nasal spray and like gave it to me and I'm like oh like he was like obviously been up his nose <laughs> and, so, and then he like I couldn't spray it up my nose so he like held my head back and like he sprayed it up my nose and like I had like I said two words to the man in my whole life it was so funny but wow. it's really amazing like what you can control because it's the perfect excuse yeah and it's really strange too because I didn't realize how much control I could have and the funny thing is because I felt as the effect of it I couldn't control it all in the direction that I wanted to but I saw how much I was controlling people so with the manager I turned I basically made her think that I was totally insane and then with Brett I got him like doing anything that I required anything that I would have asked and he was offering anything to try to make me feel better and the other woman just felt so terrible and guilty and I think later what I realized is she was actually lying that she couldn't smell it because she seemed like so overwhelmingly like ridden with guilt I was like what would she be guilty about they said they couldn't smell anything and I was like hmm that certainly like conveniently releases you from liability in this situation <laughs> totally totally anyway yeah. we should get back to the topic of relationships yeah that was actually a really good side note so we only have three minutes left but um Okay, so, I don't know, tell me something incredible about you and Brett in three minutes. <laughs> hmm. Well, let's see. I guess one of the strange things that I, I didn't expect is that it does keep getting better and better, and it keeps getting easier and easier. So I think like a good barometer in life, if something isn't getting better and better and easier and easier, like ask, like, 
is this really the contribution like that I'm looking for? Because it's funny because there's a question of like, is this a contribution to me? But some people don't ask, is this actually a contribution of ease, joy, and glory? Or is this a contribution of pain, suffering, and glory? Because both are technically contributions. So, okay, that was really profound, everything you just said. <laughs> everything that <laughs> I'm like, down with you destroyed and created all. <laughs> yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, talk, shorts, boys, and beyonds. It's amazing how I'm like, things are supposed to get better and better and easier and easier. Like, things that I like have, but it's really funny to think of it in those terms. Like, really and right. truly, if it's not getting better, then change something. Yeah. Right, that can be a business, your your relationship with yourself, a relationship with somebody else, um, yeah, a, a business idea or whatever it is. Like, if it if it doesn't get better and better and easier and easier, then that it's like it's like okay, well, what can you change here? Or or Gary gave us at the seven day a brilliant question. Do you remember what it was, Julia? Like, if I'm in this person's life. Oh, God, I wish I could remember what the question was. It was, like, so simple and straightforward and, like, to the point. I have no idea. It was something like, is my life better off with this person or without it? It was just something so easy. Yeah. So, anyway, anything that stops us from asking the simple and easy questions that we're afraid to know the answers to, can we destroy and uncreate it all? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, talk, shirts, boys, and meows. Well, that's the truth. Because once you have the awareness, like, you need to start, you don't have to start rearranging your life, but it's pretty hard to have the awareness and not rearrange things so that they work better. But that can right. be really uncomfortable. Yeah. But the thing about you and Brett is that you're always willing to rearrange things and always willing to change. And because you're still willing to, for the most part, you actually don't have to. It just keeps getting better and better. Yeah. Isn't it strange how kind of everything's the opposite of what it seems? And it, yeah. it's it's like that with energy, too. It's like when you need something, then that just would not show up. But when you're like, oh, either way, then it just, like, totally shows up with ease. It's like, what would it take for everything to just be so, so easy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love ease. Awesome. Well, we're, we're pretty much at the end of our hour, but you Cool. You did a pretty awesome job of saying some pretty profound stuff <laughs> in about five minutes. <laughs> Yay. Well, I always love talking with you, Julia, so it's easy because we get it to, I don't know, I mean, the conversation that I had with you before we went to the seven day about changing relationships with the female friends in my life, I don't know if you noticed during the seven day, but I sure did because I have like 30 more friends <laughs> than I did before that. <laughs> and I actually have like Friendships based on the interactions I've had with them instead of trying to like, oh, so-and-so said this about so-and-so, and then it means that. It's like, it's, it's amazing. You're a brilliant facilitator, Julia, and we're very lucky to have you doing these shows and asking the questions that you ask. Thanks, Georgia. Well, I'm really glad. Yeah, I noticed that things were really different, so I'm really, really, really happy to see that. Yeah. Well, speaking of me as a great facilitator, I have to give a shout out about two telecalls that I'm having coming up. Um, I'm doing the How to Become Money workbook. We're going to do it as a book club, um, probably a six or eight part series. And it's just an incredible book that can change absolutely anything with money. And I would like to personally dig deeper into it. And I would like to invite everybody else to dig along with me and to see what comes up so that we can all have all the money that we would like to have. Um, and then the other telecall series that I'm doing is on automatic response systems and incarceration, including all of those. So just watch for those on Facebook. And um, they should be really and what are, what are the details with the how to become money? Like, um, is, it, is it a call? Like, is it a series that we pay for? Is it like a weekly thing? What, what are the more specifics of that? I haven't actually got all the specifics together. I I don't know how many calls it's going to be. I'm trying to figure out right now because um, there's seven. I think there's seven chapters in. Or, sorry, there's 13 chapters in the book, and I'm not sure how much I want to actually read through the book with everybody or like read snippets and like have people read before and then go through it. So I have to work yeah. on all the logistics because I want it to be like really really effective. Um, yeah. Whichever way that we do it, so I'm having to look a little bit closer at it. But um, it'll it'll be well, probably around fun. some 
yeah, I think it'll be really good because it's it'll be a really good way to kind of keep going through it and not stop because I know so many people who, you know, read one or two chapters and then put the book down. But if you have a call, each call to go along with each chapter, I think that could be a huge game changer for people. And I think Gary said something about doing it every two weeks. So if there was an initial thing and then every two weeks checking in, like I would love to be a part of that. Brett and I were talking today how much we'd love to do that and then how much resistance came up to actually following the rules of doing that. So it'd be fun to have other people doing it with us. That's that's the exact thing is like like following the rules and stuff. So I want to, I'd love for there to be a way to make it easier. So uh, you and I have to talk about that after the show, what would work well. Sounds what fun. You think work, so. Yeah. So anyways, Yay. I think we've gone longer than an hour, but thanks for being on, Georgia, for the oh, 10 minutes pleasure. of brilliance. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and I can't remember, to be honest with you, who's going to be on next week, but uh, watch on Facebook. And we will talk to you next Wednesday for um, on a totally different reality. Bye, everybody. Bye.